1: The Super Delicious Cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. And today, having triumphed over his greatest adversary, the Atom Man he tells Inspector Henderson of a danger that still exists. We'll join him in a moment, but right now, let's hear from Dan McCullough. You know, um, Eddie's mother was kidding him the other day about the comic buttons he's wearing pin on the back of his jacket. You know, the swell new buttons you're all collecting now from packages of Kellogg's Pet? Well, Eddie's mother said that she didn't know whether it looks more like an art gallery or a rogues gallery, because those pictures of favorite comic strip characters are mighty good-looking. Real bright colors and clear, sharp outlines. But, uh, well, some of the pictures are, are kind of tough-looking. Take Kale, for instance, with his oversized derby hat and his, his brilliant red sweat jersey. Or Moon Mullins. He's a real comic. Big black cigar and all. Well, anyway, isn't it swell fun collecting these slick comic buttons and swapping duplicates with your friends? And looking forward to getting a brand-new button every time Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pep. That's the only way you can get them, you know. You can't buy these new comic buttons, and you don't send in any money, not even a box top. All you do is to make sure Mom gets you a good supply of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal. In every package, there's your exclusive prize. One of these dazzling new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Get your prize from P.E.P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. (laughs) During his titanic battle with Henry Miller, the Nazi Atom Man, Superman carried the human monster high into the heavens. Forgetting his own safety and his maniacal desire to destroy his hated foe, Miller attacked the Man of Steel with his deadly atomic power. Superman lost consciousness, and the two mighty opponents fell through space to the banks of the Metropolis Canal, where police and soldiers were on guard against Miller's threat to wipe out the city that night. The fall killed the Atom Man instantly. But when Superman revived a few moments later, he amazed Police Inspector Henderson and General Niles of the Army by stating, Yes, gentlemen, a terrible threat still remains. To me, to you, and to the entire world. What do you mean? The atom man is dead. I know, Inspector. But two small pieces of kryptonite are still in existence. What? Kryptonite? What's that? That, General Niles, is the deadliest, most radioactive element on Earth. More powerful than uranium. Dissolved and injected into Henry Miller's veins, it gave him his atomic power. And the last two pieces of the original fragments, all there is in the world, are now in the hands of dangerous criminals. I see what you mean. You think they might create another atom man. That's exactly what I think, General. Or they may be able to create something even more terrible. What could be more terrible than a living atomic monster? Nothing. Look, Superman. How can there be two more pieces of kryptonite? There was only one piece in the first place. The original fragment that fell to earth about a year ago. That's right, Inspector. But when the Scarlet Widow stole the fragment from the Metropolis Museum, she cut it up into four pieces. Hmm. She knew it had the power to rob me of my strength, and she intended to sell the four pieces to my enemies for a million dollars each. Who is the Scarlet Widow? She's called the most dangerous woman in the world, and she's well-named. Go on, Superman. What happened to the four pieces? Der Teufel, the Nazi scientist who made Henry Miller an atom man, got the first one. He told Miller about the Scarlet Widow. So when Miller exhausted his atomic power on me in our first fight, he sent Sidney, his henchman, to the widow to get more kryptonite. Sidney bought one piece, and the widow told him she had sold the other two pieces. Sold them? To whom? Well, Sidney said she wouldn't tell him. But we've got to find the Scarlet Widow, Inspector, and make her tell us. Well, that's easier said than done. There's been a 48-state alarm out for her ever since she stole the kryptonite from the museum. We haven't been able to find a trace of her. Sidney knew where she was. Sure. Sure. But he's dead He may have left some records Well, my boy's ransacked his country house and his city apartment today Right after Clark Kent was found in his garage Nothing showed up? Not a thing But we're digging into his past now Trying to run down his connections Well, I'll go back to headquarters now that this Adam-Man scare is over And get to work on the case myself You won't mind if I look over Sidney's house and apartment, will you? Of course not But you won't find anything I'd like to have a try anyhow Help yourself Thanks, Inspector I'll be going then Goodbye, General Niles. Glad to have met you. Goodbye, Superman, and thanks again for what you did tonight. That goes for me, too. Don't thank me. My own life was at stake. And until the last two pieces of kryptonite are recovered and destroyed, I'll be in danger. I'll be seeing you, Inspector. Up! Up! And away! Leaping from the bank of the canal, Superman streaks through the night skies to Sydney's country place. For hours, he searches the empty house, and then the secret cellar under the garage where he had been so close to death. He examines every inch of the floors, the walls, the ceilings. The sun has long since risen when at last he gives up and streaks back to metropolis. Resuming the guise and garb of Clark Kent, he phones Jimmy Olsen, and a short time later, the boy reporter joins him in the late Sydney's handsome apartment overlooking the park.
0: We worried about you, Mr. Kent. Where were you all night? Taking care of the atom man, of course. And then, help me go through
1: this desk, Jim.
0: Well, what do you mean, taking care of the atom man?
1: Just what I said. I... Oh, uh, uh, why, the, the Atom Man story, of course, his fight with Superman.
0: But you didn't cover that story.
1: Well, who says I didn't? Oh, well, I
0: do. We got the story from Inspector Henderson when he released it to all the papers.
1: Well, how do you like that? I had a terrific scoop and I forgot to
0: phone it in. Well, what? You had a scoop on the, the biggest story of all time and you forgot to turn it in. That's right. A
1: fine reporter I am. Oh, I
0: can't believe it. That's true, though.
1: I guess I was pretty groggy. All I could think of was that there were still two pieces of kryptonite that had to be recovered. Oh,
0: boy, Mr. White better not hear about this. Why, he'll boil you in oil. He'll fire you. All right, all right, never
1: mind that. What we've got to do is make sure there'll never be another atom man or something even worse. Keep looking, Jim. All right. There's nothing in this drawer except the usual bills, club notices, and so on. Oh, you don't expect to
0: find the pieces of kryptonite here, do you? Oh, no,
1: of course not. They've got to find out about the Scarlet Widow, who knows where they are. Sidney had contact with her... Judging by that and from other things I heard him tell Miller in the garage, he had powerful connections. If we can trace some of his connections, we may be able to find the widow. Oh. why
0: well, That guy Sidney sure fooled me.
1: Yeah, Sidney was very clever. Well,
0: you said it.
1: Well, nothing in this desk.
0: Hey, maybe there's something behind one of the pictures, huh? I heard a story on the radio. There isn't where...
1: anything behind the pictures.
0: Did you look?
1: Yes. Oh.
0: Well, what about the furniture? There might be something inside the lining. No, there isn't. How do you know?
1: Well, I... Uh... Uh, uh, Sidney was too smart to leave anything incriminating in the furniture. That's one of the first places the police look. Oh, they listen to the radio whodunits too, huh? <laughs> you try that crack on Inspector Henderson sometime. Come on, we'll take a look at the bedroom. Okay. Gosh, Mr. Kent,
0: I was feeling so good about the Man being finished, but oh well, no, I'm just as scared as I was before.
1: So oh, am I. Okay, you take the dresser, Jim. I'll go through this chest of drawers. Okay.
0: Hey... Don't you think maybe we ought to put an ad or something in the Daily Planet? Huh? To let Superman know there's still a couple of pieces of kryptonite around? Oh. He might think now that the Adam Man is done
1: for that he's safe. No, oh, he knows everything I do.
0: How does he? Oh, you mean you saw him last night?
1: Huh? Uh, oh, I, I guess you could say that, yeah.
0: What do you mean you guess?
1: Well, I was with him. Oh. Gee, this Sydney with some dude.
0: Everything's silk. Shirts, socks, pajamas. Holy cow, even his underwear. Uh-huh. Oh, with fancy monograms, too. Hey. Hey, what's this? What? This. Look, Mr. Kent. Look at this.
1: Eagerly, Jimmy holds out a small, strange object. What is it? Has the boy reporter found a clue to the scarlet widow? We'll return in a moment to find out. But first, here again is your announcer. They'd ever stop to think, gang, how many of your favorite comic strips are represented in this new series of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pets? Well, there's Superman, of course, that's one. Then there's a the character or two from Moon Mullins, that's two. And uh, Smitty and Harold Teen, Orphan Annie, Gasoline Alley, and uh, Winnie Winkle, the breadwinner. Why, they're all old favorite friends, looking just as real as they do in the funny papers. They'll hand you a lot of chuckles, sure. And talk about fun. Why, I can't think of a better hobby than working on your collection of comic buttons, trading duplicates with your friends to add a new button to your collection, and wearing them all pinned on your jacket or dress or cap. You see, these comic buttons are so doggone smart looking. You're mighty proud to wear them. Done up in bright comic strip colors on a sturdy white enamel button. Just about as big around as a shiny new nickel. And are they easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. You just ask Mom to get you some of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Then, see which prize you find inside. One of these slick new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. It's an exclusive prize for you. From P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. As Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen were searching the dead Sidney's apartment for some clue to the scarlet widow, Jimmy made a strange discovery in a dresser drawer. He is now holding out a small, round metal object about the size of a quarter.
0: It was in the bottom of the drawer under his pajamas, huh? First, I thought it was a coin or a medal or something, but it Jim. Jim. you are. It's all smooth, see? Except for a little design on one side.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: What do you suppose it is?
1: I don't know. It's an odd design, just a little arc. No, no, wait a minute. There's a tiny star over one end of the arc. You know, I suppose this might represent a crescent moon and a star. Oh, what could that mean? I don't know, Jim. Maybe some
0: secret society, huh?
1: Yes, that could be. Sydney belonged to several clubs and societies. Apparently, carrying out his pose as a successful businessman.
0: Oh, I guess it's not important. No, probably not.
1: Wait a minute, though. I saw this same symbol just recently. Well, you did? Where? I don't know, I'm trying to remember. It was a strange place. Oh, wait a minute. I know. In
0: Sydney's country house. Oh, so what? If it's the, the symbol of some club or society he belonged to? Well, I saw to, it
1: at the bottom of an empty sheet of notepaper. The paper was folded and in an envelope addressed to Sydney.
0: Empty paper in an addressed envelope.
1: Yes. I thought I could see faint evidence that the paper had been written on, probably with ink that fades after a certain time. I dropped it off at the police headquarters crime laboratory. And,
0: and this crescent and star design was on the paper?
1: That's right. It had been pressed on as if with a, a ring or a seal. It was pretty faint, but I could make it out. Oh, well,
0: golly, if somebody sent Sidney a letter written with disappearing ink and, and this symbol was on it, maybe
1: it is important. Yes, yeah, that's what occurred to me. Now, let's see... Oh, here we are. Huh? What? The phone.
0: Who are you going to
1: call? Harry Goldman at the planet. He's a bug on symbols of all kinds. Makes a hobby of it. If anyone will know what the... Uh Uh-oh. What's the matter? phone's dead. Look, Jim, you run... Uh Uh-huh. No, no, no. I I better talk to Harry. I noticed a public phone downstairs in the lobby. I'll run down and call him. You go through the rest of those drawers. See if you find anything else, will you? Sure, okay. You don't have to worry about anything. There's an officer on duty in the hall. Oh, I'm not worried. Be right
0: up here. Well, let's see. Didn't look through this drawer yet. Hmm. More papers mixed in here with his collars. They look like bills, but... Well, I guess I'd better check them.
1: As Clark Kent leaves the apartment, Jimmy bends over the dresser drawer, he fails to hear the slight, almost imperceptible sound of the window being slowly raised in the adjoining bathroom. A moment later, behind Jimmy's back, a swarthy-skinned, wiry man wearing soft sandals bound with thongs slips from the bathroom, and advances toward Jimmy, moving as sinuously and silently as a stalking cat. Only a few paces from the unsuspecting boy reporter, he pauses and draws a long, gleaming knife from under his jacket. Grasping the bone handle, he raises it and advances again, his thick, pale lips curling back over stained, yellowish teeth. One pace more. Another pace, and he is almost ready to strike. Fellows and girls, don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode, as the story takes a strange new twist. Tune in, same time, same station, and follow the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Fellas and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications. Give a hip-hip hooray, gang. It's back for you and me. Now there's Kellogg's famous variety. That's the Swell Variety Carton with ten separate generous packages of Kellogg's cereals, including Kellogg's Pet, Rice Krispies, Shredded Wheat, Corn Flakes, Crumbles, and Bran Flakes. Yes, each box in Kellogg's Variety holds a fresh, crisp, heaping portion. Just help yourself to your favorite kind. Makes breakfast a picnic of fun, so ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the Adventures of Superman.